Good evening, everyone. Off the Ropes, episode 19, Fast Lane Review. It's your boy, Brett Swinney here. Alongside of me is K.O. Kyle Owens and Brandon Ogden. What's going on, guys? What's up? I love that theme. I, I love Jim Uso's new theme. I love it. It's uh, I, I think it sounds so much better than, than Jay Uso's because Jay just kept the same theme, just changed it up. But Jimmy went, went heel, went to the dark side. I like it. Yeah, I like both of them, but uh, but I, I do I do that they both hit hard, and I, I like Jimmy's. Jay's Jay changed it up just a little bit, just enough. But Jimmy's is totally different, and it's a and solo solo is never going to get his own songs. He has. Well, he's one. got his own theme. He's he just, He never gets to he use never it. Gets to use it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're saving it at some point. You know, when he you know breaks off on his own, I'm I'm sure he'll they'll uh, they'll play it more, but. uh Man, how's how's your guys going? Uh, Monday, ever everybody uh, have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. Um, <clears throat> the Texas OU game lived up to the hype. I know you don't want to talk about it, Brett, mm. but mm. it was a very good game. Um, the uh, then watched uh, Fast Lane Saturday night and had some NFL action yesterday. Five and zero, still undefeated. Mm. Um, NFL. So, yeah, we that hey, the, I, I want to talk about MLB. Is the only thing that's good to talk about these days. Is uh, yeah. A Rangers are four and zero in the postseason so far. Brandon's Astros took an L last night, so hey, series for a reason. <laughs> I do hope it's an all Texas LCS, though. I think an all Texas LCS would be awesome. Yeah, be uh, be good. I think for the Rangers, though, I think the way they've played against the Astros, they don't want to see the Astros. I think they want to see the Twins. I mean, they didn't play great against the Twins either. So yeah, but I just I think it's something about the Astros this year. It seems like they just it's like uh, and then you and then you have basically you play when you play the game in Arlington. It's it's basically a, a 50-50 crowd, and so it's not really a home field advantage. I think the Rangers have, in my opinion, I think they have the the best lineup that's left in the AL for sure. the The question mark for me on the Rangers is their bullpen. I don't think. I think they got decent starting pitching. They have one through nine in the batting order is solid. I think they have a really good shot of making the World Series. It's just it depends on that bullpen. But if you get a big enough lead, you don't need the bullpen so much. So. Yeah. Well, since we're already off topic, let's do some <laughs> off topics. Uh, topic one: Jade Cargill made an appearance at Fast Lane. Um, kind of a surprise to me. Um, I knew that she was signing, obviously, but they 
you know, kind of put her out in the big stage. She came out of her, you know, nice little uh, vehicle and came out, shook Triple H's hand and looked like a million bucks. Uh, guys, do you think we see her on SmackDown or Raw or you think she goes to NXT? I wanted, I want her to go to NXT. I think she needs some work in the ring that could help her um, in NXT. I've heard reports that she's ending up on Raw. I've heard reports that she's going to be ending up on Raw. Now, whether she shows up tonight or I think they'll probably wait till next week because next week's the season premiere. Um, so I think they'll wait till next week for her to show up. But I've heard she's showing up on Raw. Um, I'm excited. I think even when we saw her in AEW, I think she has a she had the look of WWE. Like you knew at some point she was going to convert over to WWE. I think WWE is going to make her a star, a superstar uh, in ways that AEW just simply couldn't. And I'm excited to see what she can do. I think she does need to get a little better in the ring. She's a little green in the ring. She can only do so much, but she has been training. Um, she's worked with Danielson, Brian Danielson. So I know she's getting good training. Um, and then in the performance center, they'll help her out a lot there, but I'm excited to see what she can do. I just hope, she's enough to help this women's division that seems to be struggling a little bit. And I know we'll talk about the women's match at Fastlane, which honestly, other than maybe the main event, possibly could have been match of the night because it, it was a very good match between those ladies. But I think there needs to be some fresh blood in the women's division, so I'm excited to see what Jade can do. And I'm excited to see some of the matchups that we have with Jade um, and some of the women on the roster. So I'm excited for it. You know, Kyle, you talk about the women's division. Well, the SmackDown women's division has been fine. And right. that's what we saw on Saturday night. And, you know, with Oscar, Io, and Charlotte, well, you know, Io was a Raw person, but then when she won the title, she went over there. But they, all, they had Bianca before. So the SmackDown women's division has been fine. And, but the Raw women's division, you had Rhea, and then you had Becky, but she's gone to NXT now. They keep pushing Raquel, but she's, they brought Nia back, but it's, we don't know yet where that's going. And, uh, but so I, that's why I think Jade will uh-huh. Yeah, Shayna also in there kind of in the mix. Yeah, Shana, right yeah she came back last week and started fighting uh with Nia. And so uh yeah, we'll see. And then so I think I think Jade uh, uh we'll we'll see. I think Jade's gonna be on a roll. It sounds like that's what we've heard. And uh, I think it'd be we'll see where they you know, you can't jump her right in with Rhea, but uh maybe maybe start off do a do a feud with Shayna at first and then I, go from there. So. I could see if they bring her into Raw like um starting up her streak again, like where she just smashes some some people, kind of bring her in, let her let her like pin some people in you know five ten seconds, you know come in, build her up a little bit, um, and then let her go. As I I feel like like Kyle said, I think the NXT thing would be a good route, but they go with the route of Raw. Maybe they give her some matches on air, you know, against some lesser opponents. Maybe you know because they're they're selling her like a star. But I think if, if they sell her right, you know, kind of like they did in, in AEW, um, you know, let, let's let it see her first. Don't just stick her in the ring against – I think that would be a, a mistake just to stick her right in the ring against one of those big top stars right off the bat. I mean, she needs to earn – she's talking about she wants to work her way up and earn her stripes. I think she's going to need to build on those matches. Maybe you, maybe you have some matches with, like, some of the lower end, maybe uh, – like Bailey right now would be a good match because that Bailey's not doing it. She's she's kind of they've kind of pushed her down the card. Uh, maybe like uh, you got 
I can't remember who's on what roster because they kind of flip them, but someone like Natalia or um, some people like that, just and, and get her some matches in. Shotzi. Who's that? Shotzi. Shotzi, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody, but, some, some people along the lines of that. What I would have liked to have seen them do is they, uh, you know, I know you don't watch NXT really, but they're, they're about to start. Well, they actually kind of started the other night. They're doing like their, their breakout tournament they do. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the last time they did it, Tiffany Stratton and Nikita Lyons were the championship. And now Tiffany Stratton's kind of skyrocketed NXT. Well, they, they just started that. I would, it would have been nice since they had already signed Jade, leave an eighth spot open and put Jade in that and let her go through that in NXT. And that's her like, kind of break out in WWE and then do whatever with her. But uh, they already got it. They already have eight spots filled. And uh, there's some, looks like some good young talent there, but it would have been nice to see Jade in that first. Maybe and maybe somebody that, ends so. up injured, Brandon. Maybe somebody in the back maybe. gets attacked and is injured. And then there's mysteriously this spot open that Jade Cargill slides right in. And then maybe she attacked him later down the line, and that sets up a feud with whoever that was. I don't know. There could be some other angle. I just, I don't. I just don't know if we'll see her on NXT unless it's just tomorrow night as an appearance. It's just, uh, you know, I think they're done kind of with, hey, we bring in people from another company and put them in NXT. I think they realize, hey, Jade's a big name, yeah. and we could probably use her on one of our main brands right now. So, And Jade is a big name, but I don't want to see her come in. Like you said, Brett, I don't want to see her come in and have these minute-long squash matches. Like, I don't want to see that. I don't think that that – to me, that doesn't build somebody up. Like, cool, you can beat up lesser talent in a minute. That's awesome. Let me see a real match. So I'm okay with seeing her in the ring with Natalia or Shotzi or Tegan Knox, but let's have a good five, ten minute match where she has to she has some offense hit on her too. I don't think she has to come in and be this, you know, 60 and 0 dominant superstar right off the bat. Like anybody that watches wrestling knows what she did in AEW. I want to see her come in and and have some good matches, not just squash matches that make her look unbeatable. Because then when you beat her, then what? Like if you make her unbeatable, because it's all the same thing in AEW, once she lost the title, then what? Now what do you do with her? Now her whole her whole stigma's gone. The same thing with Omos. When um I think I think my point with <laughs> Omos is like with Bobby Lashley, when he was going to that feud with Bobby Lashley, the whole thing was uh, Bobby Lashley spearing him or like Omos has never hit the mat. You know what I mean? Once he hit the mat, his whole, his whole stigma has gone, his whole gimmick's done. So I, I don't want to see them do that with Jade. Cause you kind of put yourself in a corner if you try to make her this undefeated superstar. So I'd like to see her come in have some decent matches and uh, just kind of see what she does. I don't know. I don't know where she'll fit in, how she'll fit in on Monday night, but I, I have faith that, hopefully Triple H is the one controlling this and that he will creatively book her properly. If it's in Vince's hands, I don't trust it at all. Well, I've heard that, that Endeavor is now given Triple H the power. So that's what I've been reading. So I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. And I feel like lately the stories have been pretty good. Um, you know, we complain about sometimes the stories be like, but lack or lacking, but they've got some, there's some pretty good. And I think, it shows in this pay-per-view. I was kind of more interested in some of the stories than the actual matches coming into the pay-per-view. I think they did a fine job. It wasn't a like 10 of 10 pay-per-view or anything like that, but I think it was fine. I mean, I'd give it like a seven or something as far as the match quality. I think there was some good matches with some storylines mixed in. It was, 
it was short. It was sweet. It didn't dry out for 18 million years. Um, Take notes, Tony Khan. Doesn't need to be 18 matches and go four hours. You could have five matches and go two and a half hours and it'd be a fine pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, topic two, um, the NXT AUW Tuesday night war uh, tomorrow night is going to be interesting. We all have, it may be the first time that I actually tune in and watch. Oh, wait, I have a volleyball game tomorrow. I'll have to catch that on repeat. <laughs> I forgot about that. But I want to watch both. I'll actually probably uh, watch both shows because um, I'm interested to see kind of how it goes. They're bringing out the big guns. Um, John Cena going to make an appearance on NXT. Uh, Cody Rhodes. I mean, can you bring any bigger names to NXT, guys, that they have right now? I Here's, here's the problem I have with this is let WWE tell it. AEW is the the uh, the knockoff brand, the the brand that nobody cares about. They're not competition. Okay, well, if they're not competition, why are you bringing all your biggest superstars for a Tuesday night show to compete against them? Like, don't tell me they're not competition and then load up your show to literally compete with Dynamite. Now, Dynamite's got a solid card with the, the international championship with Moxley and Phoenix. You got uh, Jay White and Hangman Page. Swerve and Brian Danielson should be an absolute banger. Mm. Powerhouse Hobbs and Jericho, Soraya and Hikaru Shida, you can throw that off the card. And then Adam Copeland and Luchasaurus. I mean, that is that is stacked. But the thing about this card that Tony Khan did, he didn't need to bring in anybody else. He didn't need to move a bunch of people around. These matches and this card, they play into storylines that are already built in AEW. He didn't have to do anything different. If anything, this shows a desperation move on WWE in my mind because you're bringing Cody Rhodes down so everybody, the 20 people in the NXT center can go, whoa! Major announcement too, Kyle. It's probably announcing the Dusty Cup. That's probably all it is. It's probably something stupid like that. Like, I'm not saying Dusty Cup's stupid, but I'm saying it's probably something that minor that it's not even that big of a – but if you got to bring Asuka, Cena – Becky, Cody, and all these people to NXT just to compete. Then don't tell me. Well, and then you Paul got Heyman. you then got don't tell NXT. me AEW is not competition. Well, and all your NXT titles right now are almost on regular roster superstars, which makes oh. no sense. NXT should be a developmental brand, but they're trying to make it a third brand, and it's not that. Like it's it's the people on NXT. Majority of the people on NXT are not main roster ready. That's why there's a brand for them. That's what NXT is. It doesn't so need to like, be a third brand. So I'm like, hey, Kyle, I'm not as good as the main roster, but I can go down and beat up on all these NXT people and take their title. Uh, yeah, it's great. That's like, that's like, like I, um, I get the Dominic Mysterio like, thing. Like that gets him heat. Like I'm okay with that to an extent because he's probably not main. Dom should offer. be on NXT. Right. That's where Dom should be anyway. So I but, like. I like that because he gets heat like another, and now he stole one of their titles. I think that's the Becky Lynch thing. I think they just gave it to her because she never won that belt, honestly. It was, it was like finishing her yeah. story. Like Cody's so now going to put somebody over, I guess. Well, I don't think – this is what I meant to say back to the Jade point. I think Tiffany Stratton comes up to main roster pretty soon as well. And maybe that's a feud you got built in right there with Jade and Tiffany Stratton to start each other off with on their on their main roster. But back to the NXT, like I, I don't, 
I w- I'm not recording NXT. I'm not watching NXT. I'm not going to record NXT. Just because you load up the show with all these names, it doesn't make the show more important. Like the the matches that are on that card are still not important. Like they're they're still not as important to me as the Dynamite matches. I'm 100% looking forward to Dynamite more than NXT. I don't care who you put on the show. I'm not. That's not going to having John Cena and Cody Rhodes and all them on NXT is not going to make me watch NXT like it. I can I can see them on Monday. I don't need to see them on Tuesday. Brandon, you got anything else you want to add to that? No, it sounds okay. good. All right, my third and final off topic: CM Punk Survivor Series? Question mark. Um, that's the rumor um, that he's going to show up at Survivor Series in some capacity in Chicago. Um, I know, I know I'll have different reactions. I'm excited about it because I, I, I think if, I mean, he's, he's got the, this is it. I mean, he, if he, if he messes this one up, I don't know where you go after this. So, um, if they can work it out and they have the, the brands on WWE are different than, than AEW, they come, they have a drawn line split. So if you can get him on one brand and he has enough people that don't dislike him enough, I mean, it's been a while since he's been there. So you got Time out. Yeah. You just said there's a hard split in WWE when we have people showing up on different well, shows every night. More than more than AEW. They, I mean, uh, they have certain. Well, if you have one of those belts that you can roam around with, you remember that's why you got the undisputed title. You can run around even without the belts. People are showing up on the shows randomly because they got a pass or something like that. Well, no, they're always showing up on. Anyway, sorry. Proceed. You're you're good. I, I agree with you in this to a certain point. There are some people that float around, but. They do have that. There's rosters. There's a roster for each one. They they technically define that. Sometimes Allegedly. it varies. Yes. Um. So, but I think there's been enough time that goes by. If he can get uh along with Triple H and the management in the back, uh, there's not many people that are still in WWE that were there ten years ago. There's not very many. I mean, it's it's kind of changed along the in the last ten years. So if the ones that are around, can he can get along with? And maybe this is maybe he's learned his maybe he's learned his lesson. Who, who knows? We'll see, I guess. But even if WWE gets six months out of him and he sells millions of dollars in merchandise, I think it's a good move for them. Honestly, financially, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a jolt in ratings. People are still gonna even when CM Punk CM Punk they're gonna they're gonna tune in. I mean, I'm 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 intrigued on what they're gonna do with him. Um, and there'll be some that don't want to, but I think it's gonna majority of people. Or polarized. It's po- he's polarizing. I mean, he's going to draw eyeballs. He's going to draw money, and I think that WWE's they want the money. They want the eyeballs on their on their show. So, I think I think he shows up in Chicago. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I don't know if he maybe he may, he comes in and in the uh, war games match and and does interferes or he gets involved in it. I don't know, but I'm interested to see where he ends up. Go ahead, Brandon. I'm gonna save mine for the end. Yeah, well, and the thing with CM Punk is the the one you know, like you say, he's polarizing, but also intriguing because when he left, we never thought one. We didn't know if we'd see him wrestle ever again. He broke that barrier with AEW, got kicked out once or suspended, whatever. Came back, then messed it up again. And so after that, after the AEW thing, you know, there's talk. Hey, CM Punk may never wrestle again. And now we're not even what two months removed and 
it sounds like he's going to be in, a, uh, in WWE pretty quick. And, uh, you know, we just never thought we'd get him in WWE again. And especially because, you know, he burned a lot of bridges in UFC when he, you know, left there too. And uh, they're, they're the same company now too. So, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see how it goes, but uh, it's also obviously intriguing and uh, it's going to, and it's in Chicago. So, you know, that's going to be big. So take it over. When CM Punk came back to eight, came back to wrestling in AEW, I was excited. I was like, man, awesome. CM Punk's back. Then we had the brawl out situation in 2022 with whatever happened, happened. Who, whoever was at fault, whatever. We all know the story. It is what it is. Okay, I'm all for giving him a second chance. Let's have him come back and see what he can do. He's not even back that long. He gets his own show catered to him, Collision, gets his own show with the people he handpicked to be on that show. He has everything he wants. And then he still gets in a freaking situation with Jack Perry over the stupidest stuff, like just almost wanting to get fired. So that's two strikes right there. I, the third strike for me is you already dropped a pipe bomb in WWE and have been talking mess about WWE for the past seven years. And now all of a sudden, because you, you screwed it up, nobody else screwed it up for you because you screwed it up in AEW. Now you're tucking tail and running back to WWE. I don't, I'm over CM Punk. I, he, I could not care less whether he comes back or not. Yes, when he comes back, I'm sure he'll end up in WWE. I'm sure they will, be, they will make buttloads of money off merchandise for CM Punk. That's great. That's awesome. From a business standpoint on it, I completely get what WWE's doing. As a fan, I don't care to see him because I like what WWE's got. You never hear any issues coming out of the WWE locker room. You never hear any issues. So why are we bringing a cancer into our locker room. That's just like, it's just, it's like trading for a player, Antonio Brown, for example, late in his career. He was a headache everywhere he went, always in trouble. Well, I'm not going to touch him with a 10 foot pole. I don't care how desperate my team is for a quarterback or for a receiver. I'm not touching him. Why am I going to bring that into my locker room? It's the same thing with CM Punk. I don't care how talented he is, how much money he can bring in. I don't need that negativity in my locker room. He's proved he's not an adult and can't interact with other adults. Like we've, He's proven that in another wrestling company. He's already burnt bridges at WWE before. So yeah, let's let let's let the wolf back into the sheep's uh, the sheep's area. Let's let's do that. It's a great idea. I'm so, over it. I don't care to see him. So Kyle, what about what are you thinking? So you, you talked about the locker room and how there's not many things going on with WWE. Do we think we can we blame Tony Khan as much as anybody like for letting it happen more and not nipping it in the I, bud? Absolutely, early? absolutely. Tony Khan is 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 to blame for this as well, but. At the same time, you have to take responsibility for your own actions. And I don't think – I've never once heard CM Punk come out and say, you know what, I messed up. It's on me. I did. He never once did that. He wanted to blame the elite for everything that happened at, at All Out in 2022, and he's blaming Jack Perry for what happened in, in, at All In in London. Like, he's not taking responsibility. He doesn't seem like – he doesn't think he's the problem. But if you – everywhere you go, there's issues. You're obviously the problem. So well, maybe maybe they're able to control them a little better in this locker room. Maybe they've got a better uh, way things are set up. I think, you know, I've, I've heard several people like maybe like Nash and some of the older guys say when they had issues in the locker room, they just handled it. Yeah. And so maybe there's maybe WWE's they can they can handle them a little bit better and make sure that things aren't done that aren't supposed to. And I mean, 
honestly, I, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little sick of it. But honestly, I, I hope for him that he that he takes advantage of this opportunity because WWE's throwing him, um, they're throwing him a a life raft right now. I mean, because there's nobody else out there that's probably going to be big enough promotion to give him the time of day. So Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. If Tony Khan gave him the world, gave him the keys to the kingdom, and he still screwed that up, what makes you think is going to be any different in WWE? That's my only thing. Yeah. He had everything he could have ever asked for in AEW, everything he wanted, and he screwed it up not once but twice. So, so does he – does does CM Punk still work for WWE at WrestleMania next year in Philadelphia? I'm I'm sure he will be. I'm sure he'll be there. I'm sure he will be. I mean, I'm I have no doubt WWE will figure out a way to make this work. I'm just not a fan of it because I'm over CM Punk. I, the the excitement I had when he first came back, I'm over it because it's too many backstage BS that we have to deal with when it comes to CM Punk, and I that's I don't want to include that in my wrestling. Yeah. So, so in six months, when it's WrestleMania season, if he has come in and done, can he can he earn back the Kyle Owens respect? I don't think he gives a damn whether he has my respect or not. But, uh, um, I mean, he was fine in AEW for a little bit. You know what yep. I mean? I, I just, if it walks like a duck, <laughs> talks like a duck, it's probably a duck. I mean... He, we've had this issue in WWE already. He's had two issues in AEW. Brandon mentioned the UFC issue. It seems he has issues everywhere he goes. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I know they're going to make money, and it. You're right. It will be polarizing. It will have eyes on the product. I get it. But as me personally, I could not care less whether CM Punk came back to ever wrestle again in, in his life. He's an automatic storyline that writes itself. He is. So. Hopefully, with Triple H in charge, they'll be able to. He'll be able to write something out for him, and it'll work out um, for his sake. I hope so, because I, like I said, I think it's going to be good TV. Uh, we'll just see how long it lasts. Uh, speaking of good TV, let's talk about this uh, pretty solid fast lane, in my opinion, guys. I think overall, I think we came into the to the uh, looking at the card. It was like, well, it's it's okay card. I mean, it's it's solid. It's it's there's a lot of storylines that we were looking forward to seeing, um, but. I actually, the match quality overall was really solid to me. I, I didn't think there was like a match that was just like terrible. I thought they were all pretty good matches. Um, and, and I enjoyed the uh, the card overall. What do you think overall about it? I, I liked it. Um, it was a good show. It honestly felt like a Monday Night Raw, though. Um, I don't think it was a premium live event. If it if this was AEW and I had to pay 50 bucks for that, I would have been upset. Um but I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad show by any means. I don't. I don't want to think. I don't want to say that. You, but and you think about what was not on there, Kyle. You didn't have Gunther, your international champion, or you know, your intercontinental. Sorry, international. <laughs> your and you had Roman Reigns, which is he's been in hiatus for a couple months. He's got. I uh, forgot he even wrestled. <laughs> um, you had one of your women's titles that wasn't on the show. I mean, you had there was a lot of belts that well, weren't on the show. It's it's a B level pay per view. It's not one of the big pay per views, so I, I get yeah. that. But to me, I want to see matches on pay per view that I'm not going to see on Monday Night Raw. And I would say probably three, maybe four of the five matches we saw Saturday, we'll probably see the exact same thing tonight on Monday Night Raw. Rematch. 
I just, I, I mean, it wasn't a bad show. Again, I, I'm with you. The in-ring work was good, especially that women's match. I thought the women overperformed. Um, the last man standing match between Seth and Shinsuke was really good, although I did doze off in the middle of it. Um, I, I thought it was a, overall it was a decent show. It just felt like a Monday Night Raw. Um, it didn't have the pay-per-view feel for me, but it, it wasn't a bad show. I thought it was a decent, you know, I didn't have high expectations. Uh, you know, I had it, I had it on one, I had the sound on, but I had it, it was like the secondary TV because you had college football on, you had Major League Baseball on, you, I mean, there was so much other, and that, and that's why, I mean, we know what we're getting with WWE at this time of year. You, uh, you know, the fact that we even, you know, we're, we're getting a John Cena and Cody, you know, Cody Rhodes still is, you know, they're, they're giving us a little bit, but, you know, we're about to get Roman back, but, we're, this is not WWE is not putting everything in their tank right now because they know what they're, they're up against football and the baseball playoffs and especially like you know it's it's kind of a you know they used to always go on Sundays well then you're against the NFL now you're going on Saturdays we're going against multiple college football it's kind of like pick your poison would you rather go up against one big NFL game or a bunch of possibly big college football games and luckily the college football schedule this week was all the big games were earlier in the day. And the night games had some intriguing ones, but it wasn't like, hey, must-see matchups. You know, you already had Texas-Oklahoma was already over. I think the best game at night was, like, Notre Dame-Louisville. There were, it ended up being some good games, but it just – but I, I was still – I had wrestling on, and at first I was just like – well, the first match I was locked in. And then other than that, I was just – I'm just kind of watching to see if something happens. And then you know, we'll get to the, the matches, but the, the main event really, really drew me in. And, I, you know, as I had football and baseball on, but I missed some big moments in football and baseball because Seth and Shinsuke really had me, you know, I was like, I was laser focused because they, they, they made it compelling. All right. Well, let's talk about the first match then. Um, was the uh, little shocker to me as Judgment Day lose their titles to Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. Um, we all missed this one. We all had Judgment Day. Um I thought the match was really good. Um, it was a good opener match. I mean, it was solid. Um, they had the shenanigans as normal with Judgment Day. You had J.D. McDonough hitting Damian Priest um, with the briefcase, so we'll see what turns up with that. I'm sure that's not going to be good for him. Um, I, I really did not see this coming. So I, I guess this is how they keep Cody Rhodes away from the from the, the – uh, main title right now they're going to put him in this little program with jay uso and uh i'm interested to see what they're going to do with them now um i think they've kind of of course the whole locker room still doesn't really like jay a whole lot right now they're still trying to he's still trying to earn trust um but so it's going to be interesting to see where they go i'm sure we'll we'll hear tonight where they're going to go with this but guys uh really solid match i was i was uh i was interested i I was really compelled. I, I definitely was shocked by the ending. Yeah, the they started off the pay per view with a with a surprise a uh, to kick off the show. I, you said this is a way to keep him away from Roman. I think this gets him closer to Roman because mm-hmm. now you can build in the story with Jay on getting Cody and Jay back over to SmackDown, and then Cody getting back involved with the Bloodline. So, so could we see a? Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes versus Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa for the tag titles. Possibly. Oh, I think yeah. we're getting that. Um, 
I'd, I'd, I'd say hundred. Yeah, and that, that's why I'm saying I think I think this gets Cody closer to Roman, not further away to, from Roman. But as far as the match goes, it was a very good match. Um, typical shenanigans, like you thought. JD McDonough messed up. Um, I'm interested to see if Damian Priest choke slams him with the <laughs> South of Heaven tonight. Um, because yeah, Damian's not going to be happy about that at all. But um, the typical shenanigans. I was surprised to see him take the titles off of Judgment Day. But really, Judgment Day's story doesn't need the titles. Like what they got going on, the titles aren't necessary to be involved in it. It just um, makes things kind of more up in the air with him, too. Exactly. And I mean, they got they got enough going on right now. They got Rhea, who's got the championship. They got Dom, who's has a championship. Damien's got the money in the bank briefcase and then the, the situation with JD and Finn and, and Damien, they got enough going on. They don't need titles involved in it. As far as Cody and Jay, the only way this really makes sense is to give them the titles. But now, now you have, what about KO and Sammy? Cause KO and Sammy said they wanted next up at the, at the titles. So now Cody and Jay are supposed to be friends with KO and Sammy. So now that we get a little feud with them going into what I think is building for a huge war games match, because I don't know if y'all saw SmackDown on Friday night, but they basically set up war games. They basically set it up with Judgment Day, including J.D. McDonough. And then they had uh, Cody, Cena, uh, L.A. Knight and Jay out there where there's two people missing. KO and Sammy are the two that are going to be included for war games at, at Survivor Series. So I don't know how they intertwine all that, but I mean, it, it adds intrigue. So I'm at least interested in, in what's going on. Yeah, I was kind of thinking too that we may get, you know, eventually get KO and Sammy against Cody and Jay, or we get like a, or maybe a triple threat KO and Sammy against Jimmy and Solo and mm. Jay and Cody. Uh, there were some cool spots in this match uh the the 1d cody cutter i like i like that they did that, that a couple sweet. times right. they tried once and then hit it and then and then the crossroads on the table was that was pretty dirty but then uh the one the one thing that kind of like it surprised me and the one thing that kind of bothers me is we finally got main event jay uso on his own he's away from he's not in a tag team with his brother anymore he's not in a group and then we slap a tag <laughs> title back on him like I was wanting to see singles Jey Uso. Give him a singles run. Let him go against Gunther. Let him take Austin Theory's title. You know, let something. But, like, and you immediately slap a tag title back on my, like, I, I, I don't like that part. Like, I want to see him do something as a singles competitor, you know, and still, you know, because obviously he's going to go back to the Bloodline story eventually. But he, he went to a different show. Let him be him. He got his own music. This was this was main event Jay Uso time, and that's oh now I'm a second fiddle to a tag team again. So yeah, I, I agree with that. I didn't even think about that until you just said it. But yeah, that I'm, I'm with you. It's it's kind of like yeah, hey, we want you to be main event Jay Uso with Cody Rhodes, not on your own though. Um, also, uh, there was something else I was gonna say. I thought about it as soon as you were talking. Now it just left me again. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, this will be interesting. Um, I think the the stories they've got with this this little this little match in general, you got Judgment Day has got its own little story. Cody and Jay, um, we've talked about in the past how WWE only had the Bloodline story going for the longest time. Um, they've got a lot of different stories going on now, and this is this is interesting. I'm 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 I want to go watch tonight. Now it's just going to be 
and the bloodline story should be picking up because Roman's back Friday. So that should be picking up again. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Oh, here's what I was going to say. Sidebar. Did y'all see Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes at the post, uh, at the press conference? Drunk as not. They were. (laughs) It was so funny. They were celebrating. Jay Jay was more. Cody might have just been drunk. Jay Jay was was out of there. Jay was. Yeah. <laughs> which one was the one that, it, it, it was was the one that was it Jimmy the one that got arrested? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think so. actually they both have DWIs, but I think Jimmy was more recent. Um okay. but yeah, yeah, Jay ain't Jay wasn't driving nowhere Saturday night. <laughs> uh, not anyway. Our next match on the card, um, uh, the LWO versus the Hurt Prophets. So I'm gonna coin them i don't know if they've officially given them that name but i'm gonna give them that name uh, this one confuses me a little bit okay here's why i didn't the match was okay it wasn't anything great it was a decent match but okay so we put the hurt profits or hurt business or hurt street profits or whatever they want to call them together and i, I don't understand you put them and then they lose They've lost several times together. I, what are they doing with them? I mean, is this just part of their story? I don't get it. Um, then you just bring back Carlito, which it was great. The pop was great. I love Carlito. He looks like a million bucks. He looked amazing in the ring. Um, I was just really shocked that that we we all missed this one too. Uh, LWO gets the win, and I guess. Is Carlito back? Because if they're going to keep bringing him back for bring him back for the for the team, they need him because uh, he he definitely brings another dynamic to the LWL. Here's what I didn't understand: Friday night, um, Cruz Del Toro, one of them, got hurt, mm-hmm. and Ray was like, "Hey, let me make a phone call." Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, then Saturday, the match starts and it's a three on two. Okay. Then Ray and Santos get their ass kicked majority of the match. And then all of a sudden Carlito comes out. So logically, let me think about this. I call my friend up. That's like me calling one of y'all. Hey, friend, uh, I'm going to need your help in this match tomorrow night. Oh, okay, cool. I'll show up about, you know, 15 minutes into it after you're already beat down. And then I'll show up. Like, that just makes no sense. Maybe, Maybe he was in Puerto Rico and he couldn't get a flight. That man was already dressed, ready to go, oiled up, ready to walk out. He was sitting well, maybe, back there just waiting. Maybe his flight got delayed and he didn't get in the building until My, if if you're gonna if you're gonna bring him in the match, start him in the match. Like and then he came in and wrestled for 90 seconds. So if he's back, bring him back. If he's just a one-off, then okay, cool, whatever. But logically it just didn't make sense. I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not pay attention to this match very much. I was uninterested. I'm I'm kind of over LWO. I think uh, I'm ready for Santos to turn on Ray or something. I'm I'm just I'm kind of over LWO. LWO and, needs to be a heel group. Well, they need to do something, and I'm and I'm with you. I don't know what they're doing with the Hurt Profits. I don't. It makes no sense to try and build them up only to lose because Carlito came back. I don't know. I didn't care about this match. Shout out to Pizza Hut, um, but I didn't care about this match at all. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I agree. I, I, I don't know where they're doing with these two groups, but it's confusing. I, I, I think they need to turn. I, I agree. I think they need to just get tired of Ray. They need to turn on Ray Mysterio and then go, all go heel 
and uh, Carlito coming was like the worst kept secret because you know right I you know I knew that everyone kind of said that too it was going to be and I was like you Kyle I wasn't paying much attention to the match I thought Carlito was already out there because I knew he was going to be the but I didn't like I had already thought he I thought he was had been in the match already and then all of a sudden I hear his music which they like, changed I, I by the way that's there. another pet peeve of mine they got new music why change Carlito's music yes, they got new music why yeah, I spit in the face. I spit in the face of those who don't think they were cool yeah. or whatever it is. But yeah, uh, but yeah, like so. Yeah, so they. I thought he was already out there because I was like, you Kyle was half paying attention, and I just assumed. I mean, the street profits are gonna win because they've been building them up, building them up, and and if they're not gonna win, like, but I thought they were gonna win, and something was gonna happen with Ray and Santos because they've been kind of, you know, they had their match. I thought they were gonna, like you said, start building something little oh. friction there, and then you know. Carlito comes in and, like you said, wins and not doesn't do much at all and just comes in and wins. Is like, wait, what? Why did I, it is just? Let me, let me tell you a story, guys. And but it does it does sound like Carl, Carlito's there. Let me let me write now. a story for you here. Okay, this is what needs to happen. Let me just talk quick. to you. Yeah. So so, yeah. Uh, Dominic has issues with Reed. He finally loses his title. He has issues. He goes to the LWO. Hey, let's overthrow Ray. Okay. Now he's the new Eddie, heel LWO with Dominic in charge. Tell me that's not intriguing. Everyone hates it. It's it's intriguing other than the fact of Dominic being in charge because he's but, he's, but he's playing had, the role he's playing the role right now of he doesn't say anything when it, he can't make a decision without mommy's approval. He he can't even voice he gets his tired, opinion. He gets tired of mommy and then he goes out. <laughs> and goes, oh. He takes Brett, his own group. Ain't nobody getting tired of mommy. Let me tell you. <laughs> Maybe she gets tired of him and kicks him to the curb after he loses the title. Remember, remember, she was upset with him when he lost it before. He so I mean, he loses his title. He loses favor. Which also, side note, why give a, a title to Trick Williams just to take it off of him in two First days? For a week. That was interesting. But anyway. then he comes in and it's like, hey, Ray's, you know, bringing you guys down. I, we're all equals, you know, Ray's. And so he – he turns the LWO against Ray. They kick Ray out. Now he runs the LWO, and they're a heel faction, and they start adding people, and they just jump people every week. Go back to the old uh, NWLW days when they were – and make them interesting. I don't know. I, I like that better than the direction they got going right now because I, mean, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, it's – you got the U.S. title on Ray for what? You have – uh, the whole Santos Ray dynamic, where Santos wanted the title, then lost to Ray, and now he's okay with it. Like hey, now maybe, they're they're good. Maybe maybe Ray should just let uh, him hold it like Christian held the one for Luchasaurus. <laughs> maybe he should just let him hold it on his shoulder and just say, "Hey, it's okay. You can just hold my title it's, and say it's, it's different." Your Ray Ray's not a dinosaur. Luchasaurus is a dinosaur. He can't hold his own title. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Ray Ray can hold his own title. I just I don't know what they're doing, and and I hate it because I I love the Street Profits. I think Montez and Angelo Dawkins are great. I will say Montez got a little on my nerves Saturday. He was kind of overplaying his to me. He was overplaying like the mocking and the he was just doing too much. Like I understand Montez is out there and he does like some wild stuff, but to me it was almost too much. Like he was trying too hard to be heelish. Like. You can be a heel naturally, just don't overdo it. And I think he was trying to oversell it. I just this this was the worst match of the night, in my opinion. Yeah. And coming into it, I wouldn't have thought that. But it to me, this just did not hit. I was not interested. 
and I, I couldn't it, care less about what happened. Yeah, I think that was the thing. It was like it wasn't a really good match. Neither team has a direction. I don't know where they're doing with either team, and it, I was just a little bored. I mean, it was the worst match of the night of all of all five to me. I agree. All right. Look, Brandon must be watching baseball. He he's he's he he's is quiet zoned over there. In. He is zoned in. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm I'm just listening. Hey, y'all 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 saying some good stuff. All right. Uh, next match: WWE Women's Championship match. Io Sky, Asuka, Charlotte Flair. Um, they're building something with this. Um, I I honestly, after last week, I thought maybe Bailey would turn and cost Io the title after Charlotte kind of called her out saying she was being playing second fiddle and what happened to the old Bailey and, and, and ended up, she actually helped EO retain the title. Um, this was a solid match. All these women can work in the ring. So I, I knew when they had these three together, it wasn't going to be a bad match. It was solid. Um, I, I just don't know where they're going with this. I wish the, the, the whole thing with Bailey, I don't know if they're waiting on Dakota Kai to heal if that's why they're keeping them together, but I honestly don't understand. Like, why is Bailey okay with she's the role model? She's like the leader of the group. Why is she okay with EO having the title there? This is another one of those weird ones to me. Like, Charlotte called her out and pointed some things out that I was hoping that she would say, You're right, and would not want her to have the title. I think there's got to be something coming down the pipe with her and Bailey. I agree. Uh, I think Bailey is eventually going to turn on EO. Um, I thought it was a very good match. I thought that, you know, we had a, a triple threat match at Payback, I believe. Um, it, it wasn't as good as the one this past Saturday night. I think they did a very good job, all three women in the ring. I was nervous uh, for a second. I thought they were about to give the title to Charlotte. I got <laughs> really nervous. Um, thankfully, they didn't. But, yeah, I thought once – Bailey, because EO has been saying for weeks, Bailey, I don't want your help. I don't want your well, help. She I don't set need this you match up. She volunteered this match for I her. As well. And then came out there, even when EO said, I don't want your help. And then nearly cost EO the match. It ended up winning her the match. So there is a, a weird dynamic going on there. And I'm like you, Brett. Maybe I didn't think about it, but maybe they are waiting for Dakota Kai to get healthy before they make any move because Dakota's going to have to pick a side. Who does I she go with? Does she go with EO or does she go with Bailey? And I feel like they probably would have already done that if she hadn't have gotten hurt, maybe. I feel like the story, I don't know, it was back several months back when she when Dakota first got hurt. I feel like this story was at a point where it was they were gonna split. And then maybe they they kept them together because they, they were gonna use Dakota and they wanted to wait till she got back. I feel like they prolonged it maybe a little bit. Yeah, I could see that. I, I just I, I Damage control needs to be split up. They're not doing anything. And Bailey needs to get some wins. I don't like the fact – I think Bailey is awesome in the ring, and I don't like the fact that she keeps losing every single week and that she keeps eating pins. Friday night – here's another thing. Friday night on SmackDown, they had a four-way match with all three women that were in the triple threat and Bailey. Okay, WWE, tell me who's taking the pin without telling me who's taking the pin. <laughs> like, I – I just I don't like how they're doing Bailey right now. They're not making her strong at all. They're making her seem very very weak, and that's not Bailey. So I'm like you. I think soon she needs to snap, turn on EO, and maybe take the title from EO. Maybe she, she's the one that takes the title. And she's amazing in the ring. They're really handicapping her. Like. And she's great on the mic. Like she's mm -hmm. she is great at what she does, and they are treating her like she's a jobber right now. 
And I, I don't, she's, she's enhancement talent is what she's doing. And mm-hmm. I think, I think she is going to be the one to take the title from EO simply because I think eventually she's going to get tired of EO getting all this recognition. She's going to want that title back. She's going to turn on EO and, and take it from her at some point when that happens. I have no idea, but they need to get some Bailey, some wins. Yeah, I, I thought uh, I agree with y'all, y'all, and I, I was scared like Kyle that uh, Charlotte was going to win. And if if I didn't want Charlotte to win, but if it was, you know, I thought it was going to be with Bailey helping, you know, kind of assisting there. And but like it was weird that I I wrote that as a note. I was like, it's weird that uh, Bailey helped you know win. Yeah, I know they're together, but eventually that's got to stop. And uh, and then like the, I know that like I guess Dakota's still hurt, but why why are we still trotting her out? Like she had nothing to. If she's not wrestling, she has nothing to the story. She, I mean, she has nothing right now. The only way she'll add something is if she assists, you know, if Bailey does turn, then if she picks a side. And that, that's the only, but right now she's adding, like, she's maybe just they're there. Just, she's not. Maybe they're just keeping like, her out there, Brandon, so that you never know when she's going to have to pick a side. You know, maybe if they, if they keep putting her out there every week, then, you know, you don't expect anything. And then when it happens, she's already there instead of, Oh, all of a sudden, just one time she comes out there, and then it happens. I don't know. Yeah, and we and I'm I'm good with slow burns and everything, but you you drag us out too long, we'll lose interest in a because it's like I mean, the, EO and them haven't gained enough. You know, Bailey, yes, she has, but EO hasn't gained enough notoriety yet for us to be interested in her long enough without. You know, you, yeah, she's got a title, but you, I mean, we're we're getting tired. Like we said, we're getting tired of damage control. And uh, that they did, you know, they don't have to do it too quick, but they it needs to come sooner rather than later. And uh, so, we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. And uh, we'll see where this SmackDown women's division goes right now because, you know, like Oscar's had now a lot of title shots, and Charlotte, she, I mean, she's always going to get a lot of title shots. Like, who does EO face now? Does she finally get one of them one on one? I mean, Is, I don't, I'm guessing, or, or do we find Bianca's still hurt, right? I think so. I, I will say this. As much yeah, well, as I hate on Charlotte, I will say, let me give her a compliment. Normally, EO is the genius of the sky, and she is flawless in the air. She missed her moonsault on Saturday. The one on the ring, she completely missed Asuka. Um, and then Charlotte went up there and nailed her moonsault. So I will say Charlotte hit a nice moonsault Saturday night. Well, she's good in the ring. I mean, I think that – They've honestly her moonsault's yeah. not Charlotte's moonsault's terrible, but she hit it the other night, so it, it looked decent. And EO missed completely. Yeah, I think the the way they messed up with her was when she was passing the title back and forth when they were just trying to up her, you know, title reigns. I think that now because now it's like if you look at how long she's had the titles, it's not really longer than some of the other ones. It's just she she had these short rank. Remember when her and and Sasha Banks would have those matches Sasha. back and forth, and they passed it back, you know, back and forth and back and forth. One one of them it was like they couldn't win on pay per view. Was that Sasha Banks? No, so Sasha, Charlotte yeah. would always win the pay per view. Then they'd have a match on Raw. It'd be a banger match, and, and she'd get the title back. And Sasha so, didn't win on. Sasha was over at Mania's until the one that me and Brandon went to at thirty eight in in Arlington. She was yep. she was over. She had yep. lost at every mania until that one. I think it was like over six or over five. She was she had not won at a mania. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, 
Which is, so it won the tag title one, but not yeah. as a single. Yeah. Well, speaking of the uh, yeah, because her and Bailey won the of, of uh, Sasha Banks. Uh, we didn't even mention it earlier, but uh, I'm excited to see uh, Miss Monet show up in AEW and give a little shot to their women's division. So that's going to be another one I think that 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 kind of WWE ran off, and AEW is going to take advantage of it. I'm excited for Jamie Hader to come back too. Yeah, you, you, I think you're going to see one of them tomorrow night. You think? Mm, that would be. Mm. Yeah. I don't think we're seeing Mercedes. I if, think if, I think Jamie would come in before Mercedes. Yeah, if Soraya wins, like I think Soraya wins. Yeah, Soraya unfortunately is going to win. They got, they got to save one of them for a. Is there going to be a pay per view in Boston anytime soon? No, the, full the, gear is yeah. coming up in L.A. though. Mm. L.A. Yeah, okay. Right. Hey, right oh, before, we. Uh, we didn't talk about this. What about FTR? They dropped the titles on Collision Saturday night, and then it, Dax put out a tweet saying, top guys yeah. out. Yep. So mm. are they moving? Are they leaving? And I, it, I don't it, think so because they're under contract till 2027 with AEW. So I don't think they're going anywhere, but it's interesting. I thought, no, I thought, it, ended, I thought it ended Sunday. Uh, they just re-upped because they they just signed a new uh, contract around the same time the Bucks. Okay, because I thought it said it ended. I thought it said it ended ten seven. So I think they signed a new contract. I could be wrong, but um, it, and we but they're they're great friends with Sam Punk. We know that so. they're also really good friends with Edge, who just came or Adam Copeland, who just got back to AEW. So why would they yeah? Leave? Well, yeah, or maybe 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 we get that. Maybe they get us some single runs going on. So maybe we see some. Some single cash wheeler and some single so Dax Harwood. I got I got a source here. Uh it says FDR FTR signed AEW till twenty twenty seven. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. But so I don't think they're going anywhere, but it was very interesting. I know it's off topic, but to take the title tag titles off FTR to give it to Big Bill and Ricky Starks. That's Big Bill very odd. It's big he's seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. <laughs> teach that. Um, I think that, uh, but I am glad on, on the AEW side of things that at least we're not getting FTR Young Bucks four at full gear. It'll probably be Big Bill and Ricky Stark versus Young Bucks, which that's okay. I'm fine with that. I don't want to see another FTR Young Bucks match. So anyway, sorry. Back to WWE. No worries. All right. You, uh, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, allergies <laughs> are kicking in here. All right. Uh, John Cena and L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me. Um, over the bloodline. Um, this is going to make some interesting TV. This match was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, of course, I love L.A. Knight. He's he's amazing. Seeing John Cena in the ring, because um, I haven't been like saturated with him for the last you know 10 years, it's good to see him in the ring. He can still go. I mean, he's got... He's got your normal John Cena moves. And I think since I haven't seen him in a while, it was exciting to get to see some of that. Um, now, he is lacking in the hair department up top. I wish he would just uh, go ahead and buzz it off and do that shortcut uh, on his hair, but it's just funny. Um, but, man, uh, I really enjoyed this match, guys. I I, um, I I feel like that I knew that L.A. Knight was going to get go over with the win. Just because they're they're pushing him to the moon right now, I don't know where they're going with him, but they need to find something. They need to find a title for him soon, because he's so over. Um, he's he's over. Cena's over right now. You don't hear as much of the Cena sucks chances as you have in in years past. Um, 
But uh, Mr. Mr. Tribal Chief is not going to be happy this Friday night uh, that his his two uh, people lost. So it's going to be interesting. I am I am really looking forward to SmackDown Friday night. Um, matter of fact, normally when I get home Friday night after Red Zone and all that, I sit down and I edit the highlights and do all that, make the YouTube video. I'll do that still. I'm going to have SmackDown on because I'm going to have to see what, <laughs> what Roman says. I, if, I, I'm, I'm glad LA Knight and John Cena won. The only problem I have with this match is that Cena was in the ring for like 15 minutes just getting beat down where we didn't see LA Knight a lot. Um, I think LA Knight should have been featured more because that's your that's – your, I understand John Cena is the superstar. He's the GOAT. But LA Knight's going to be around longer than John Cena is right now. Like – once Hol- Cena said it in the in the press conference afterwards. Once Hollywood gets back up and running, he's gone. So I would want to build LA Knight more, which he still gets the rub with John Cena and he got the win. I get it. Um, but the bloodline situation is is fascinating to me because this whole time that Roman's been out, Jimmy's been the tribal chief. He's been acting as the tribal chief, calling the shots, doing all that. Um, if I'm Roman. I come back and say, who the hell let you back in the bloodline? You super kicked me. <laughs> like, who who authorized you coming back in? Like, um, so that's going to be an interesting dynamic. And it's different if they're winning. But they just lost. And U- Jimmy Uso is not technically part of the bloodline because he super kicked the tribal chief. I don't think you get away scot-free for doing that. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that dynamic. I'm also intrigued. What's the deal with the bloodline and the judgment day? Because Friday night on SmackDown, Rhea Ripley and Paul Heyman sat in the back room and came to an agreement, and they're supposed to be working together, but you saw none of that interaction Saturday night. So I don't know what's going on with that. I'm very intrigued in this bloodline story. It had been dull for, for a while, but with Roman coming back, with everything that's happened, because the dang Tribal Chief's been off since SummerSlam, so... <laughs> A lot has happened since in his absence. I'm That's excited nice for him vacation. to come back. It's a nice vacation. Oh, he's probably drinking coconuts on the on the beaches of Samoa. But the um, I mean, it's it's intriguing because so much has happened since he's been gone. I'm excited to see what happens when he comes back. But so I think, given the USO, given Jimmy and Solo, the loss is to further that bloodline storyline for when Roman comes back on Friday. Yeah, and uh, the I, you know that was a decent match. Like we saw, like you said, too much seen at one time. Uh, we didn't get Ellie Knight in there quick enough. But one of my favorite parts of the match uh, happened before the match. Uh, when I hear that "Let's Go," I get uh, every time the Pat McAfee coming out and uh, you know him coming out and introducing John Cena and then him doing the commentary and you like you know I've heard Corey, you know Corey is technically cleared. You know he can make he can if he wants to he can wrestle again. Hope one day we get a Pat McAfee Corey Graves match. Oh, right? me up. That's just a uh, you, you know, middle of the WrestleMania. That would, uh, yeah, because because I don't I never really got to see because I I wasn't really watching NXT at the time. I didn't get to see Corey Graves much or at all really. And so, but I so I'd love to see that. But they're they're back and forth on commentary is hilarious. And and because because Cole loves him some Pat McAfee. <laughs> and I mean, you know, and, and so it's just you know Pat McAfee was at Texas OU. Uh, just a couple hours before, and then all of a sudden he's an indie, and uh, he brought his indie belt, and uh, it, he was he was just 
it brought a lot of energy to that to that match and uh, the the match was you know it was a decent match and uh, interested like you said to see what when Roman comes back and what they do with the story. I I agree. I I totally forgot. Pat McAfee was the highlight of the night for me. I I love Pat McAfee. Um, I'm same thing. I, I, I he was on the intro and that got me thinking. I was like, he was on the intro and it's in Indy. Is he showing up? But then I thought I was like, well, he was just at Texas OU. Surely there's no way he's going to hop on a flight and show up. But sure enough, there comes, hey, let's go. I said, That's, okay, yeah. Pat's here. Then he got on commentary. I love it. Um, I wish Pat was on commentary more often, but he's a busy man. Got a, got a lot to do. But I'm excited for uh, – I'm excited anytime Pat's on there, and I'm with you. I think Pat McAfee and Corey Graves, that's got to be a WrestleMania match at some point. I mean, it, it, it maybe WrestleMania 40 – just give them a match. Just let them go at go at it in the ring. I think that'd be awesome. Who gets the win though, Pat or Corey? I like to be Pat, but if if it's Corey's one off, it may be Corey. Like he hasn't had a match in a long time. If it's his, his we're never going to hear the end of it on commentary if Corey wins. Oh god! <laughs> no, and, that, and that's and that probably actually be better. That probably actually be better for, for yeah, content. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's funny. You know, and to, uh Corey, I mean, McAfee had his Colts legacy NFL belt. Did y'all see – so in the front row, did you see the guy that had the Indiana – Yeah, the Indiana Hoosier. Indiana University yeah. belt. Yeah, did, did, you, did y'all realize who that was? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was uh, – Declan. Yeah, Shane yeah, McMahon's kid. Declan McMahon. Yeah. He plays – I didn't know he plays at Indiana. And he's, I, was, I kept saying that. I was like, why do they keep showing this kid? And then I, re- I found out it was Shane McMahon's yeah. son. And I, it made me feel old. Yeah, <laughs> Shane McMahon's son. And then I, there was a guy that was – uh, sitting where the hard camera could see that had a McAfee jersey on the entire time uh, in the stands. I thought that was neat too. But yeah, and, and the crowd was good in Indy. I, I I know we talk about crowds all the time. The crowd was good there. Now Pat maybe oversold it. Yeah, McAfee was McAfee was trying to get WrestleMania. Didn't so. know WrestleMania. He oversold that. But the crowd was good uh, Saturday night. Yep. So it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm really intrigued. Like I said, this this is gonna be interesting. Uh, I'll be. Actually, I might just try to try to watch that on the way home from uh, <clears throat> from Dallas Friday night. Maybe try to tune that in on the car. I'm sure uh, I'm sure Rob will be driving, so maybe I can stick that up on. Okay, uh, okay. no SmackDown. No, no, no. Rob usually drives on long, long trips, so especially uh, not to Dallas. Those people don't know how to drive up there. Just look <laughs> at look look at the professor. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> he's not here. We take shots. <laughs> That's right. I, I can. I'll take shots. He's still. He's still trailing the pick'em contest. So, Nick's <laughs> catching straight. Uh, Ten and zero, baby. Ten and zero. Yeah. I saw that. I mean, what? Oh, I got nine and one. I was right behind him. It was my Brownsboro pick. It was my Brownsboro pick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk main event, guys. Uh, man, main talking event. about a banger. There was some damage done in this match. These guys are shortening each other's careers. Um, when we first announced this match again, I know Kyle's probably going to agree with you on this. I was like, again, why are we going to do this? But the last man standing kind of gave it a new twist. They did the whole play the, uh, that Rollins' back is hurt. You know, he's going to go after his back, yada, yada, yada. I mean, we had we had trash cans. We had tables. We had fights in the stands. We had... We had red mist. We had a little bit of everything in this match. Kendo sticks. Um, they beat the living crap out of each other. Um, 
I I really enjoyed this match um, way more than I thought I was going to before the pay-per-view started. Um, I thought this was my match of the night. I thought the the physicality and the brutality in this match. Um, where they go from here with these two, I don't know. I, I'm I don't think you can top that. I think this needs to end this feud at this point um, and move Seth on to someone else. Uh, I'd like to see it Gunther, but he still has the other title at this point. Um, but I, I think these two guys uh, deserved a, a standing O after this one. That was that was a great match. So as I mentioned earlier, I was dozing off in this one, and it's not because the match was bad. Um, I, I'm like you though. I think it needs to end here. But here's the problem: you built Shinsuke up as this, you know, dominant heel that you know all this stuff and then he loses clean to seth in a last man standing so how am i supposed to take shinsuke seriously anymore like you're supposed to be this badass dude what you just lost to a guy with a bad back so i can't take shinsuke serious so i don't know what they do with him and then the seth thing this story with seth seems eerily similar to the orange cassidy title reign with the international championship because if you remember orange cassidy they kept his whole thing was i'm tired like i'm just beat up like and he was he was banged up every week it was his back it was his hand it was his shoulder it was his ribs it was always something with orange cassidy and he kept he was the working man's champion he kept defending the title they're kind of doing that same thing with seth again don't tell me wwe doesn't watch aew they're doing so, the same thing with Seth. So Dean Ambrose is showing up and he's taking the title. Oh. <laughs> no, I but I, I do think they're doing this. I think Seth is going to lose this title at some point. Maybe they stretch it to Mania. I don't know how they I don't know if they can. Is there anybody um, besides Gunther that you're interested in right now? Taking the title off Seth? Yeah. LA Knight, well, but he's they, on the wrong brand. Yeah. When Damien's got the briefcase. Yeah, so that's going to come into play at some point. Yeah, I kind of thought about that, too. That would be... Uh, that but when would, do you take the title off Seth? I mean, he hadn't had a bad title run, but he also hasn't done anything. I mean, this match this match with Shinsuke was good, but where? what's the follow-up? Where? Do you, who's his next opponent? Like, there's nobody lined up for Seth. Big Bronson Reed. <laughs> I Om- bet you... Omos. Uh, no, I bet you for... For the Saudi show that's coming up, it'll probably be Seth and Ricochet. I think Seth and Ricochet, I think Ricochet is his next feud. Um, but when he gets to Survivor Series, I don't know who he I so I saw I saw I start uh I saw the start of Raw. I watched about five or ten minutes before we started. And I saw a triple threat match tonight between Ricochet. I didn't see the match, but I saw it announced Ricochet, Chad Gable, and uh Big Bronson Reed. The winner was going to get a shot at the international champ or the intercontinental. I'm getting those. That's, those are too close. Well, Gable's going to win that one then. Because he, but how many times are we going to see Gable and go well, at Gunther? I mean, I, I think I think they wanted Gunther to get the 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 streak, the the record. I think Gable takes the title off Gunther because Gunther needs to go after Seth's belt. So I think Gable does beat Gunther. I think Gable wins that triple threat tonight, and I think he beats Gunther whether it be at, at the Saudi show or at um, at Survivor Series. One of those, I think Gable takes the title from Gunther, and then that clears up Gunther to go for Seth. 
That's the only thing that makes sense to me right now is, is Gunther takes it off of Seth. But what do you do with Seth in the meantime, though? That's the thing. And and that Gunther Seth match, that's a mania match. So you yeah. have to you have to stretch that out till WrestleMania in April. Yeah. So I mean that's a long time to you gotta have somebody lined up because you don't want to put the title on Gunther before Mania. You want him to have that moment. Problem is they haven't really built anybody that, that I feel like is a, a suitable opponent. Yeah, but I think there's always a built in storyline with Seth's back right now. Like you can I'm not going to say anybody, but pretty much anybody can be a believable opponent because anybody could break Seth's back. So, Michael Cole said it's hanging on by a thread. So the next Raw, we got uh, Seth freaking Rollins versus KO Kyle Owens <laughs> in the main event. I uh, I would get stomped out by Seth Rollins, <laughs> for sure. He'd hit me with a stomp, and I would not get but up. Uncle Kevin would come out and help you. Help I hope you. so. <laughs> I, it was it was a fun match though. I do think the last man standing match. It was a fun match. Um, the Falcon Arrow through the table off the the balcony Ooh. thing was was vicious. Uh, there were some vicious spots in this. Uh, Seth going through the announce table, just falling off the uh, off the ladder. I thought that was that was pretty intense too. There were some big spots in this match. It was as wild and as crazy as you expected a last man standing match to be. Uh, I do think it was better than their their other match at Payback. I think this one delivered more because of the stipulation, and that was really the only way I was okay with getting this match is with the stipulation added onto it. Because, I mean, that's and this is kind of how you want the blow off feud to, to blow off the feud. You want a last man standing because that really is the winner of the. It was he is the last man now. Granted, he was only standing by like half a second more than Shins, than Shinsuke. But he was still the last man standing. That should end the feud. They, we should not see Shinsuke and Seth interact anymore for a while. But knowing WWE, they'll probably have them wrestle in a rematch next Monday night or something. I think it's tonight. I think that's a rematch tonight. <laughs> still, still cage match or coffin match. <laughs> God, you talked about uh, Seth falling off the, the ladder onto the table. You know, Shinsuke used the news here. We don't see that often, man. We get the, the early miss from Oscar earlier in the night. You know, right from they did the red red miss look like like blood, and uh, it looked looked cool though. Like especially they said that shot of him is like I look kind of badass there. Like and so uh, you know you don't see that from him. It was just kind of a subtle hey, blow miss in your face. You're gonna fall. And I, I thought it was a really good match. And you know I'd always thought a last man standing match. You know it was sets back and everything. I was like okay this will be maybe where they you know, use Priest to take up the title. But then they – but the two things that, you know, Rhea told Priest, hey, no, you're not going to. So, But you, you never know Priest to be like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to do my own thing. But the other thing is when – where the match ended, I was like, oh, well, they're not going to do it because they're miles away from the ring. And so once it got away from there, I was like, well, we're not getting the cash in. So uh, I did – I liked, uh, you know, the match. But then how WWE, they did a quick, like – two-minute montage of the pay-per-view like right after before going to the like press conference they did this cool little i mean they showed you like hi, like it was like football type highlights it was like red zone red zone touchdown montage i, they, thought, that, I thought i've never seen them do that before they do like, that at the end of every pay-per-view i i've never seen it i've seen like kind of a recap I, I thought what they did there not i thought was different oh, okay it looked different to me i, I don't know it just I thought I thought it was different. I thought it added a little, you know. I know they they normally do like they'll come back and they'll show like some, but they'll show like 
clips and images. I, they actually showed like a highlight reel without Cole's commentary. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that I, another thing that annoyed me about this show, I forgot to mention this at the start. In the middle of the match, I get it's fast lane. I get it. I understand. But in the middle of the match, we get replays and we hear this. Could have done without that. But I do think, I think somebody noticed it or something because it was really loud at the first of the show. And by the last man standing match, it was a lot quieter. So So I I think somebody realized. So I need to add that to my broadcast, that zooming car. When I do a replay. No. Zoom replay. <laughs> like I get it, it's fast lane. The first time I heard it, I was like, "Are we seriously going to do this all night?" And then the second reply, I'm like, "Yep, we're doing this all night. Awesome. Okay." <laughs> oh man, I think uh, so. Overall, we uh, we kind of agree this. I, I think it over delivered of what we are expecting. Then is that kind of the consensus? We kind of came yeah, in I mean, thinking, I mean, okay, it was a. We thought it's it's, it's one of those B level pay per views. We all kind of agree that. But as far as what they had in the card, I feel like the matches were, except for the one, to me, the other four matches were solid. Yeah, they were good matches. Like like I said, I'll still stand by that. I think it was a Monday Night Raw on a Saturday. Um, almost like watching a collision on Saturday night. I, I didn't. It didn't feel. It didn't feel like a pay per view to me. It didn't have the the pay per view feel to it. But it, that doesn't mean it was a bad show. I thought it was an entertaining show. And I liked the five matches. It, here's the thing. The show didn't start till about 7.20 because they had, you know, they did the whole going through the, the storyline with Cody and Jay and, and the Judgment Day and all that, and then the entrances. So it didn't start till 7.20, and it ended before 10. It was almost like a two-hour pay-per-view, which when you have five matches, that gives you time to let everything breathe let everything breathe and, and let it unfold instead of like a W. Okay. That match ends. Okay. Let's go start the new, start the next match. Let's go. Keep going. Keep going. Like I enjoy, I enjoy, I would rather have it's quality over quantity. I would rather have five solid matches in a two and a half hour pay-per-view than 15 matches in a four hour pay-per-view. Like I, 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 I like the layout of this pay-per-view. It just didn't feel like a pay-per-view, but I like the layout of it. It was a decent show. Well, it reminds us a lot of how uh, Triple H used to do the takeovers. He used to do yes. those five matches, five pretty solid matches. And so I, I feel like this is the, the blueprint now for these secondary premium live events. You know, the WrestleManias are still going to be two nights, 15, yeah. Yeah. 15, 16 matches. SummerSlam is going to be, you know, 10, 12 matches. Royal Rumble is going to be not many matches because you get the two Rumble matches, but it's going to be a big, long card. Uh, and, and we'll see what they do with Survivor Series. You know we're getting war games. I, I still wish they would give us at least one traditional Survivor Series match. Uh, and I, I just I loved how they how they used to do those. And uh, I wish they'd give us at least one of those. But I don't. I think we're just getting straight war games. But yeah, I mean, but the war games though, that's going to be six on six. It's going to be chaos. <laughs> it is going to be chaos. Give me some war games right now. I'm ready. I'm, I'm with no, you. I though. like war games. I like war games, and I want a war games match. But I just I wish that we could get at least one church. Traditional random like Survivor Series match where they used to just randomly pick people. And- well, here was the problem with that. Like when you had the SmackDown versus Raw, the five on five, a lot of the times, because Vince is an idiot, a lot of the times you would have the WWE draft two weeks before Survivor Series. 
So now you have these guys that are on this team fighting for their brand that just got drafted over there. That three weeks ago they were on the other brand. At least like, these are at least yeah. these are guys with some kind of storyline going on. There's a reason yeah. why they don't like each other. Right, but I, I am with you. I, I I do like the like I didn't mind the champion versus champion match. Like when the 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 SmackDown champion faced the Raw champion. I yeah. I like that. I enjoyed that. Um, so I'd like to see kind of one of those matches. But the problem is who. Who do you if right. everybody that you got involved in war games, who's yeah. Roman's not gonna go up against Roman, Seth. Roman's not losing and yeah. Gunther's not losing. So you got too many that I mean it, it wouldn't be you basically already would know who's gonna win. So well and then here's here here would be the matches. Roman Seth, because you got the heavyweight championships against each other, which I think is a good match. I don't think it needs to be done right now, though. I think that's an interesting match. It's intriguing. And then the other one, the Intercontinental in U.S., Gunther versus Ray. I don't want to see that. Uh, <laughs> Ray would get smushed. Ray might die. He might <laughs> die out there. So, I, I, But I am with you, though, Brandon. I think they need to have some type of tradition at Survivor Series. But I think War Games is kind of that new tradition for Survivor Series. I think that'll be a, a staple for years to come. And I'm, I'm excited about this year's War Games. I think it's going to be absolutely awesome. We'll see. Speaking of pay-per-views, what do we have next, guys? Is it uh, the Saudi show? Saudi show? Yeah. I don't know when it is, though. It'll be uh, uh, October. November 4th, I think. Oh, November 4th. So we've got another about another uh, month, month out. Yeah, November, November, 4th. November 4th, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, they've well. already made a – it looks like they've already made a Matt, uh, Seth versus Drew. Oh, that must have got made tonight. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yep. I, I just saw a story about it. Well, yeah. thanks for spoiling it, Brandon. Well, I didn't it's know. I just spoiler. happened to see when Crown Jewel was popped it up. I didn't know. <laughs> I hadn't seen it either. But now I don't have to watch Raw. Thanks a lot. Uh, that was the that was what yeah, happened I, on if, Raw tonight. If, if, that's the, if that's the highlight of Raw, we don't need to watch anyway. <laughs> it might be, though, Brandon. It might be. Oh, uh, Brett just said we're getting Bronson reading a triple threat. So, I mean, that that sells you enough. Listen, why are y'all hating on Bronson? He's good. All right. Big Bronson Reed. Bronson can go. I like his attitude. Well, right. The professor. Don't say anything to Diggs. Don't say anything to Diggs. Let's leave that alone. <laughs> I don't want to have to hear about it. Oh, man. Oh, geez. Well, and then after we got the Saudi show on November 4th, and then Survivor Series is the 25th. So, we got, and then we got the AEW show the week before. Oh that. my gosh! Mm. Well, we got some wrestling coming and we up. We got playoff football at that time. We got that's like Thanksgiving, yeah. right? It's running. Yeah, season, so. we're, we're third round yeah. deep. Then hey, we'll we get a we'll get a month off here basically before we uh, have another show here. That'll be episode twenty coming up next time, guys. Hey, 20, oh. 20 episodes. Yeah, get some balloons and streamers for that. Yeah, one, exactly. Well, I mean, to celebrate to uh, to celebrate the end of the show tonight, going to uh, play a little music for you guys. Let's go. go. Off the ropes, episode 19. We just reviewed Fastlane for Kyle and Brandon. I'm Brett. We'll see you next month for our next show, number 20, right here on the Disrespect Sports Network. Everybody have a good night. Appreciate you joining us. See ya.